Hey, this is Salem. And Dusty. And you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. everyone, this is Salem. And Dusty. And you're listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Today we've got uh, plenty of topics that we're going to be talking about, including gaming min-maxing and the culture of what's best versus what you find fun. And a new game to us, Brahalla, which is a cross-platform, which is totally cool. Yes, if you are, it's definitely a gamer who likes to play with other people, but you've uh, you've noticed that... Uh, one person plays on Xbox, one's on PlayStation, one's on the PC, and you're just trying to find games that you can play together. Uh, Brawlhalla is going to be one of those games. Oh, well. So we're going to be talking about Brawlhalla uh, later. Yep. But uh, before we uh, get into the meat and potatoes today, uh, I like to think of myself as a bit of a hero. You do? Yes, I do. So I, uh, I came here, um, it was uh, two hours ago. That I, I showed up here to uh, to do the uh, the recording with yes. you today. Yes, and unexpectedly, and, uh, I got a call from the landlord. Yes, but well, okay. So here's here's how the the, the day actually starts off. Uh, first off, this is the first time I've actually brought my coffee maker here because you don't have one. No, you don't drink. Why coffee. would I drink coffee? It's awful. Coffee's delicious. It's good for you. It puts hair in your chest. I'm like, I need that. <laughs> But I was like, all right, instead of instead of like buying coffee, because I, I get coffee at uh, at Stewart's, Stewart's. <laughs> and uh, instead of doing that, I just I'm just I just have a coffee maker here. I literally bought a coffee maker. It was twenty five dollars, and it's just here. And for it's when gonna I... clog up my counter space, and I have no need for it except for when you visit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you, you don't need the counter space. I you're, don't. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. But anyway. And it's going to serve the purpose of me having my coffee when I come here to uh, record with you. Speaking of which, my coffee is... No. I, okay. <laughs> you left it over there. I left it over there. That's it's, your fault. My life sucks But anyway, now. you brought the coffee maker. I and the I coffee. forgot to tell you one little problem about you. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, outlet... Is dead. Is dead. Yeah. And apparently you have been working with your landlord on yes. the dead outlet, to which... I got the phone call when we got started to do the podcast originally, so this is take two. This is actually take two. But just not our norm. And he said, hey, in five minutes, a new maintenance guy is coming over. So I just went, oh, cool. Sorry, we'll delay podcast. We'll get this fixed. So maintenance guy comes over. Yep. <laughs> I open the door. He comes in. He's very brisk, I think the word would be. He's incredibly brisk. <laughs> I, I think he was on some kind of drug. I don't think that's the case. I just think that he's got too much to do and uh, to deal with little old me. Yeah, so this was the sort of scenario of... He did not know that Salem was visiting. I, so I, he had no idea there was anyone in the house but No me. idea that there was anyone anyone here but And the, uh, knowing myself. the landlord, the landlord said, yeah, she's going to be home and didn't mention... Well, how would he know? I was having someone over. So this guy is pulling his big man talking to little woman routine. Yeah, he made me feel like I was small and I stupid. was listening in the other room. And I decided, you know what? 
Fuck it. Because I'm I'm literally showing him the outlet, and he's going and he's pulling out something to chest it, and he's goes going on about you know how my landlord is expecting him to do stuff he shouldn't be expected to do. And yeah. Just and then he starts turning it on me. Yeah. And so I walk into the doorway and I say, "What are you here to do again?" And he says, <laughs> "I'm here to test the outlet to see if it's working." Did you do that? Yes. Okay. Get out. <laughs> Because he, he was very derogatory. And I opened the door for him and everything. And he asked something about a window or whatnot. I was like, that's the neighbors. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it was the neighbors because I don't know anything about the window. I wasn't I wasn't having that shit. Yeah. Nope. I don't like being Do not, made to be feel like I'm small and insignificant. Don't. Don't fuck with my friends, please. I'm just glad you were there because if you weren't there, I probably would have not stood up for myself because I'm not good at that yet. Uh-huh. And I probably would have just taken it and t- told him to have a nice day because that's how I am. And that's that's sucky. I know. That's sucky. It's gonna mess with me up the rest of the day. But what I can guess, I do? I guess next next week we can we can start delving into uh, self defense one hundred and one mental self defense. I suppose. I was gonna say I, I know the physical defense. If he attacked me, I could have done something about it. But the mental stuff, I'm still messed you up. You would have fucked my his past. day up. Yeah, he attacked me. <laughs> I could have had him all day up. long, but no, he used the words, and the words still get to me. The words suck. I guess that's just going to be my personal weird, PTSD man. for a long time. Uh, maybe so. Let's do something happy. Let's see. Uh, what about my shower thoughts? I don't want to know what you think about in the shower, Salem. Nobody wants to know what guys do in the shower or think about. I, I clean myself, and I think that's about it. You sure? Yes. Because I've heard other things go on in showers. Okay. But anyway, what do you think about? <laughs> no, 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 go on. What, what's, uh, what, uh, what are you hearing? Well. What are you hearing in, in, in people's showers? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you going up to people's bathrooms and listening in as they shower? No, what? but. So, so who, but the, where is your source of information? Well, what? well, the last time we had a plumber over, they installed the new um, uh-huh. shower head. Uh-huh. And he goes, people like it when you can detach them and stuff. Yeah. And let's, okay, let's talk about other things, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> so it's called shower thoughts just because that's what the internet calls it. I don't normally have oh, these it... thoughts when I'm in the shower. Oh. Normally I have these thoughts as I am in the process of so, doing so... the action of what I'm thinking about, blah, blah, blah. Like, for instance, so this shower thought that I'm thinking of, how much time of my life have I spent doing blank oh so like right now where i'm thinking how much time have i put my foot in my mouth and can't get it back out exactly okay how much time of your life have you spent with your foot in your mouth i'm beginning to think a lot trying to pull it out (laughs) uh for me it was uh i was uh, because i'm we all know that i'm a truck driver uh sitting at a left turn and i'm just sitting at a left turn hate that waiting to make a left turn and i wonder to myself how much of my life have i spent sitting and waiting a to lot. make a left turn. I don't have that problem. <laughs> no, because you probably route yourself so that you're always making a right turn. That's exactly what I do. I wish I could do that. Uh, yeah, I'm not a truck driver, so I can do that. I know a guy who's programmed his phone to specifically avoid stop signs. Really? Yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't think that's possible around here. I don't know. Almost every intersection has a stop sign if it doesn't have a traffic light. Yeah, it's, it's Well, yeah, it's, traffic lights are good. Stop signs are bad. But uh, he wouldn't be able to go through half of the city we live in. Well, it's going to route it as best as it can. That's to just crazy. avoid as many stop no. signs as possible. But anyway. Um, well, okay, so 
the reason why this thought comes into my mind this this sort of macabre thought of how much of my life have i spent doing this mm -hmm. uh there's one thing in particular that i know that i can i can just about calculate as to something you do in your life that you spend a whole lot of and that's sleeping you spend a third an entire third of your life i think i do a bit more i'm just <laughs> like on on average what people should be getting for sleep is yes. eight hours um if you live to be 90 years old, you have spent 30 years of your life just asleep. Yeah, but if you don't, you won't even live that long. True. You need it. True, but I'm just I'm just talking simple numbers, statistically yeah. speaking. That is where I'm kind of going with this. Um, it's, it's quite amazing to think of the amount of time you've literally spent just doing some simple mundane thing waiting to make a left turn uh waiting at uh, a loading screen uh for a video game try waiting at a doctor's office that takes years waiting at a doctor's <laughs> office at least it feels like it how much time you spend doing that how much time of my life i have spent shaving my facial hair i wouldn't have that problem and then you can get into more you know yeah. weird topics that i don't think i want to no. I don't want to jump into, but like... My, my my least favorite is waiting behind the couponer at the grocery store. Yeah, waiting behind the person who's got all the coupons and they got to pay with the exact change. Oh my God. I mean, more power to you. You get groceries for five bucks while I'm spending the hundred. But at the same time, I'm sitting there for 20 minutes because I, I hate the self-checkout stuff. I'd rather just have real people. So I just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. I'm more of a self-checkout guy. Yeah, you just like people losing their jobs. I know. I it's get not it. people losing their jobs. I want to get in and out as quick as fucking possible. Like, I'm I'm assuming mm -hmm. whenever you go into a store, mm -hmm. you have a list. Always. But when you leave that store, mm -hmm. you've got more things than what that list was. Only usually buy a couple. I'm really good with my list. Oh, you're really good with your list. Uh-huh. Is that really good with your list? Because when I go in with my list, uh -huh. I leave with just that list. Well, I always tend to forget to put something on the list and I'll see it. Uh-huh. Like last week, forgot the kitty litter. Got uh -huh. the kitty litter. Uh -huh. Wasn't on the list. Are you sure? It. Are you sure it is an, ooh, look at the sale on that. Let me just grab it real quick. No, on sale. no, I'm very good about that. Oh, are you? I am very good. Oh, I'm so good about that. Oh, I am. That's why I avoid stores where I wouldn't be good at that. So, Like what? So like... This time of year, I don't go Christmas shopping. Or I don't go shopping because of Christmas, I should say. Right, right. So I don't go shopping because of Christmas either. Because it's just, it's too packed. So I go online and yeah. get what I need. Okay. Okay. So. How's that working out for you? Not well. Oh, I like that sigh. <laughs> Such a fun sigh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, see, I decided to do the, what do you call it? Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever. It's Cyber Monday and Black Friday. So Black Friday is when you're shopping like actually physically at the store. Cyber Monday is when you're doing it online. Okay. So I did the online. Okay. Because, well, last week, my daughter fit the snow pants. Okay. And this week, she didn't. So it's like, okay, if I, I could go to the store and be trapped with all the I'm sorry, hang on. Shopper. One week she grew out of her snow pants. Oh, it's even worse. My son. What, did she like... Popeye, eat the spinach. It gets worse. Like last Tuesday, snow boots fit my son. Yeah. Wednesday, they did not. What the hell? This is what kids do. Oh my God. They grow overnight. 
Okay. So, so I'm like, okay, I don't need to. I, but anyway, we'll go back to the snow pants. So that was the first so thing. So glad I don't have kids. So the snow pants don't fit. And I know if I go to someplace like Walmart, it's filled with people. And yeah, I don't want to deal with that. So I'm, I go online. And I'm like, oh, look, there's a sale on them at a store. Am I allowed to say the store? Whatever. All right. At Burlington Co. Factory. Burlington Co. Factory. Yep. And instead of paying like $40 that they were on sale for 16 Cool. Order the snow pants. All right. Pay the shipping and handling. Pay the shipping and handling. Get notified they're coming. All right. Show up when... I think it was five days later. This is the process I'm sure most people are aware of. Yep. And then you open up the snow pants all excited and hold them up to your daughter and realize that they're nowhere near going to fit. I ordered a size 14. Mm-hmm. I got a size 7, 8. The packing slip said 14. 14. But they gave you a 7, 8. And in the small print on there, it says if there's a problem with your order, you pay the shipping and mail it back to us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How amazing Burlington fucking coat factory. So what did you do with those snow pants? So I said, you know what? I should not have to pay for shipping because if I pay for shipping, now I'm going to end up paying more than I paid for the snow pants. This is just crazy. So I called customer service. And? And got put on hold for an hour before I gave up. Woohoo! That so was great. then what? Then I went online and I complained to my friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. What did you do with the snow pants? Well, that's part of the story. Okay, okay. So I went online, like, I got these snow pants. Burlington is nowhere near me, so I can't physically return them. What should I do? Da-da-da, for your best inconveniences and everything you're looking for. It's Burlington. (laughs) We suck. So... I went online and was talking and people were like, you know, it's only an hour drive to the Burlington, just go return it. I'm like, no, I'm going to be out the gas. It's going to be even more for these snow pants. No, I'm not doing this. And out of the blue, I get a message off to the side from a friend of mine who doesn't even live in this state and said, what size? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm going to order snow pants right now and send them to you. Your daughter should have snow pants. You shouldn't be dealing with this. So uh, I think tomorrow... A new pair of snow pants is showing up. So I took the old pair of snow pants, which are still brand new in the packaging, and went, you know what? My downstairs neighbor has three or four kids running around. They're all the size that these probably will fit. Let me go find out. Did they fit? They fit. Good. So there was a use for these snow pants after all. Yeah, and they were which so Which is all Burlington cares about. Right, Burlington? Yep, and the neighbors were so excited. But it got me thinking, you know, social media... It's pretty handy. Because I know a lot of people are down on it. You know, it's bad, politics, blah, blah, blah. But see, I don't. I only do uplifting stuff on my social media. I probably post one thing a month. But for me, this past week has been really interesting, though. Okay. Because, like, I was, you know, just online, just doing what, you know, researching topics and stuff that we could talk about. And out of the blue, I got a message from a name that looked very familiar, but I didn't think it could be possible. Because I hadn't talked to the man in 20 years. Oh, okay. And out of the blue, I, I, I basically said, hey, is this who I think it is? And we talked back and forth. And I confirmed the identity of someone that I actually really liked way back then. It was a good friend of mine, but mm-hmm. he went into the military and disappeared. Okay. And we spent the, he called me through the Facebook, which is neat. Called you know? me through the Facebook. <laughs> Can the, you say that again? He called, called me through the Facebook. Called me through the Facebook. That's a thing. Right? Go on. I didn't know you could do that. Go on. And lo and behold, we got to catch up on 20 years worth of 
his military career and thank you for your service. Cause thank you for your service. Because he, he did stuff that I'd never even heard of. I had to look up later to understand. But because of Facebook, I got to talk to him. And then that night, out of the blue, another Facebook call. Go fig. Somebody I hadn't talked to in five years. Another call using the Facebook? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that neat? Isn't that great? And he and this is someone that I actually talked to maybe I message once a month maybe. And he out of the blue is like, I haven't heard your voice in forever. Let's just find out, you know, talk. Mm-hmm. And I got to catch up with his family. So if it wasn't for social media, I probably wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> That's what it's like to be a millennial. Well, I'm not a millennial, but it's just most of my friends moved out of state. They were smart. They got the heck out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. And I can't see them anymore. Yeah. And I mean, you're talking. That's like the one I haven't talked to in like five years in person. Yeah. He's a good six hours away. All of my friends are electronic. Yeah, lately. Except you. You no, keep popping over. I keep popping You're over. gonna move out of state on me too? Yep. Oh please don't. Oh, I really wish I could. Oh me too. I'm so working on that. Oh boy, and I'll be all alone again. Right? Oh. Isn't that great? No. How about we get into the meat and potatoes of sure. today's podcast? Well, we're gonna be talking about a uh a topic that was given to us by a friend of ours who was uh wanting to hear our input because we actually do share opposite sides of this yes it's we do gaming min maxing and the culture of what's best versus what you find fun so uh they actually sent us this i'm actually reading this uh, verbatim of what they sent um one of my other virtual best friends yes <laughs> is gaming about winning as efficiently as possible or about challenging ourselves to complete tasks in our personal style now I'm sure everyone probably has figured this out so far. I am a min-maxer, and you are a role-player. Yeah. You disgust me. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry. You're not sorry at all. I I am a fan of seeing the potential in any race-class combinations and seeing how powerful they can get. And it stems back to mages being OP, and I hate it. Oh, my God. Yeah, but at the same time, you're missing out on the RP. No, I'm not. Because you're making something so hoopty and OP that can't be stopped that those of us that are playing normal for the RP feel like we have to sit quietly and watch. <gasps> it's the Salem show. I'm not doing that, though. Aren't you? Am I doing that? Yes, you are. Examples. I didn't think we were going to get into that part. Examples. It's like... You are so into, I have this skill, I have that skill, I'm going to roll this for this skill, I'm going to roll for that skill, I'm going to do this, that you take over. How much How much time is spent me taking over the one? I don't tell much. You. How much time is... Because whenever I make a move mm-hmm. in a game... Uh-huh. Now, uh, here's, here's, let's say, a D&D campaign. Uh-huh. I was part of a D&D campaign with a couple of people. There was one person in particular that... They had so much going on that they did. Their moves took maybe about three minutes, which is a lot of time for one move. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why it took so long is, one, they didn't prepare what they were doing in advance. Mm -hmm. They had to go through their sheets 
and whatnot, reading over everything that they were doing again. Mm-hmm. And then they would make their move, blah, blah, blah. And they would be explaining what they're doing. And but that's not min-maxed. Explaining it. why. And sp- no, he min-maxed his character. Oh, okay. He, this is a min-max character. This is, this is the type of character that I do not do. I min-max a character, but when it is my turn in, say, combat, okay, I am incredibly simple. One-trick pony. I am going to go up against the opponent and flank, okay? I am going to roll at a bonus because I am now flanking, okay? I add my sneak attack damage, okay? I'm done. Or I'm going to intimidate, or I'm going to make darkness, or that's, I'm going to... That's roleplay stuff that my character has, and it's not me min-maxing the character. The character automatically has darkness because he's a drow. Because I could care less if I have 18s, 17s. What I care about is the story. Yes, so do I. And... That's uh, unusual for a min-maxer. That is unusual for a min-maxer. Most but of the min-maxers I, do... I run across could care less about the story. They're all about getting the most stuff so they can get the most gold so they can get the next hoopty item so they can be that much better than everybody else. And, and the story be damned. Yeah, but... Uh, what was that game we were a part of X amount of time ago that I was literally the plot hook with my min-max character because nobody else was going and looking for the adventure. Yeah. Well, again, you're different. I I, I wouldn't have a problem with min-maxers if they still put RP as important. Yes. Most of them don't. Yes. So... I think a lot of the time that I spend doing the whole Salem show mm-hmm. is role playing. Go yeah. I'm not Go on. sure that's true. Refute me. <laughs> Go on. Refute me. Is my is my whole time that I spend Salem show <laughs> done role playing? Not uh, not completely. Okay, go ahead. But there's a good portion of it, yes. Go ahead. So what's the what's the portion that you're not liking here? Oh boy. I think the way you overshadow the entire group, but that's a different topic. We're talking about min-max and RP. Min-max and RP. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you are RP. Yes. Okay. So, you, you're role-playing, you're definitely immersing into the story. Yes. What's your character's background? Which one? Your newest one. The one I just started yesterday? Yep. Well, that's that, What's your that's character's best. background? Uh, what you play, did you play a game with that character? Yes. So your character has background story. Yes. What is it? She's a wood elf. She was raised with wood elves. They have the usual family of hunting and, you know, gathering, living, you know, close to nature, the whole nine yards. And she wanted to know if there was more. So she went out into the world and she's starting to find that there's laws and stuff that she doesn't believe should exist, that humans are ridiculous looking for gold and she doesn't understand why, that kind of thing. So you're an elf. Yeah. That's like by the book elf well i don't want to go too into the background because i made her very young right if i had an older character then i would have a lot more backstory i'm just just throwing that out there you literally just copy pasted the book (laughs) i did not for your your role play of your character (laughs) i've played characters in the past that had huge backstories with wars and bad stuff happening and you know all that jazz but this time I'm like, let's play something young that wouldn't have all that experience. And I didn't want to have the typical, oh my God, all my, my village was burned down and my parents are dead and everyone is dead and I must I avenge them. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in my parents have to be dead for me to be an adventurer kind of thing. No. I don't. No. 
no. my character is the way he is just because that's just what he chose mm-hmm. parents didn't need to die nope my parents the, my no. character's parents are still alive probably very disappointed right now so so then we go on to the question of is gaming about winning as efficiently as possible or about challenging ourselves to complete tasks in our personal style um that is actually something i okay it's it's tough for me to answer this question because the games that i play are vastly single player take well they're they're he's talking about rp games like D or even larp yeah so here's what i'm take say castlevania symphony that i no you can't take that because that is a role play game he's talking about role playing with other people role playing with other people that's why I said D&D or LARP. Go with this that is a angle. game that you can min-max, or you can challenge yourself to complete in your own personal style. I know, style. but that, that, that's video gaming. That's different. He's talking about RP does this, with other Does people. this right here say anything about video games? I know that. I know. Between culture of what's best and what you find fun, does that say anything about video games? No. So, but, we are using examples of anything that we can take into consideration. Fine, but I know it's not what he wanted to talk, hear about, but okay. Then you can go on and talk about what he wanted to hear about when I'm done with my example. Oh, how rude are you today? Oh, how rude am I today? Go ahead. But it's to help get the point across. All right. Okay. So, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. I play the game to get the you know best equipment that i can i equip the guy with the best equipment that i can and i beat the game doing the best equipment that i can period blah 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 but it's one of those kinds of game where you can go back and play through it again and again and again just with all the stuff that you've collected and i do go back and i put on the lesser equipment and i i use the lesser abilities and whatnot in the game to see if you can actually play through the game poorly with with your bad stuff but it's designing the way you would like the character to be designed playing with the weapons that aren't as good but i like the way it looks and the way it has different skills and abilities and stuff like that but that's video games but that okay video games by nature are made for people to get the best stuff to beat the main boss that's how video games work okay that's different okay so now your example because it's it's like say you're sitting down to D D. Are are you playing that just to get the most hoopy stuff so you can try to defeat a god someday? Or are you caring about the different interactions with the people and the story that's being involved? Definitely depends on what the story is. So, when you're interacting with other people, should it all be about get me the best so I can be the best? Or should it be have everyone have fun together? I do everything in my power to make sure everyone can have fun together while also obtaining what I want to obtain at the same time. Which is the way it should be. Which is the way it should be. But that's not the way it is with a lot of min-maxers. And that's a min-maxer issue. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to have a, a game that's full of min-maxers with no RP. I can't imagine even being part of that. I've heard of games like that. I've seen LARPs like that. Where the people that were all the hoopty would talk, not even be immersed in their character. They would just be comparing, yeah, I can swing 15, and I can do this. It's like, where's your character? So, when it comes to a min-maxer, most of the time their character is them. Oh. It makes it easy for them to just be them min-maxed. You know why people do that? Because in real life, they're not very powerful. They're just a person who probably has some sort of dead-end job. 
and they get to live in a fantasy setting where they can be powerful. Okay, I can see that. And so they'll min-max, and they will be themselves as this powerful character being. I can see that. So, but then you got people that roleplay is important to them, and they do their roleplay stuff. Some of the LARPs I've been to, roleplay doesn't even exist. Because the rules are specifically made that way. I've been to those, and you know what I don't do? The rules completely bypass RP. Because for me, whether it's LARP or Dungeons & Dragons, the idea is to be someone else for a day, to enjoy somebody else's life, to just step away from yours for a little bit. Yeah. That's just me, though. Yeah. But, Not that I don't have a bad life. I actually enjoy life. Yeah. But it's just sometimes it's nice to be something different. I know. And as a person playing a game, knowing that I'm playing a game, and knowing that this is what I do to be doing something different, I still have to abide by the rules of the game yes. and whatnot and do what I'm doing by the rules of the game. I played a game where 10 years ago, if you were a mage, you had verbals. And you had verbals of different varying lengths for each element or whatever that are all different between mm-hmm. each element and blah, 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 for the level of spell that you're going to be casting. And so one of the verbals for, for necromancy was, I invade the sanctity of spirits and defy the laws of death to cast See, that's blank. really cool. I used to have a lot that's of That's like really that. cool. You're, 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 you know, got your arms waving yeah. around like you're, you're you know, and, and definitely pulling time, the power it and it's taking the time. Now, this same LARP, 10 years later, you know what your spell is? A fucking point and click. See, no. no verbals. No. Is it, point and click. Because the ambiance is gone. and Five second cooldown. And half the time, a mage spell can do two to three times the damage of a sword. So now the sword user is useless. But here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. I ignored that. Mm-hmm. And I did verbals and roleplay and blah, blah, blah for my point and click. I was an NPC played who did magic because my PC don't fucking do magic. Okay. NPC, I did verbals and blah, 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 and I got shat on. Really? Yes. They chewed me out. That's just not right. That's why I'm in Max. Because fuck you. And taking away the role play. You took away the role play. See, that's a different situation completely, though. Now, that's why I'm in max. Okay, that makes sense. So, so I guess I need to min max more, is what you're saying. Yeah. So essentially, <laughs> what I did was I tried to challenge in my personal style because I found it fun, and the man said no. Yeah. All right, I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, so now I that said, we've managed to bring everybody man. that's listening to us. To either anger or depression. <laughs> How about a little fun thing that happened in my last D and D campaign? So what happened? Well, I te- I tend to bring them over, and you 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 know you were there because you know I've had a, we had what five six people over. Yeah. And it was interesting because there are people that it's a pre existing D and D group. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I didn't know how they would handle cats in the room. Yeah. Turns out they adore cats. One of them has thirty seven cats. Oh my god. I know. It's a lot. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Not in their house. Oh, my God. They're barring cats and Okay. <laughs> okay. But, anyway. Okay. So, we're playing and Patches. Oh God, and, no, Patches is not my invisible friend. He's real. 
Are you sure? Uh-huh. I've never seen him. You have too. You've been in the room gaming <laughs> with him. I have no idea. These, these guys haven't seen Patches. No, they have not seen They haven't seen us. Patches doesn't exist. Patches does exist. But anyway. Patches... No, they hear our voices. We exist. Oh, okay. We're right here. I gotta get we Patches are... on the show then. Oh, yeah. But... Patches don't exist. <laughs> but anyway, Patches... It, it, it is for some reason is playing on top of a cooler with his dice instead of the table. Okay. Cinder jumps up on the cooler and snatches the d20. Oh boy! Next, so cat playing with the dice. Next thing we know, he he threw the die and it went across the room. So unfortunately for Cinder, he rolled a one. He crit failed. The dungeon master did see he rolled a one, so he lost his ability to play with the die. So he was out of the game, but he tried. <laughs> that's gonna suck could you imagine crit failing and then just being tossed out of the game by the dm saying, not you roll the one fuck off that's exactly what the dm just did to that poor cat all he wanted to do was play and be involved all he wanted to do was i don't know throw a fireball or something like that can you imagine cinder with magic that would be I mean, so disastrous cinder cinder the fireball cl- cinder the klutzy cat with cinder, magic fireball that would be a disaster having a cat <laughs> Yeah, the the age old cats land on their feet. Haven't met Cinder. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just. It, it reminds me of like if I've ever played like a ranger character or whatnot. How uh, mm-hmm. you, you get an animal companion at like second level or something like that for a ranger or a druid or whatever. And I really don't feel like dealing with animal companion stats and whatnot. So I literally just get a cat and tell it to stay home. <laughs> just stay home. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst <laughs> ranger ever. I'm, I'm I'm actually learning how to do that, but we'll talk about that once i get more under my belt because i've never done that before and i'm trying something new trying something new good for you mm-hmm. good for you speaking of something new oh boy one thing that frustrates me okay is i play pc yep you play console yep my daughter plays pc yep my son plays console yep my friend in buffalo plays playstation yeah so the console in question that we were talking about is earlier Xbox. is Xbox. Yeah. So now we got Xboxes, Playstations, PCs, PCs. nobody playing together, even though the Xbox people probably should. And it's just sad. It's just sad. Because I, I, I used to play WoW, but I couldn't, I, I the subscription fee and stuff, I just couldn't afford it. I had to set it aside. So I'm like, I have no way to play with people. So I did an internet search. And? And I found there's a handful of games that you can play cross-platform cross-platform yes to which i recall messaging you yes and you going sucks 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 no sucks i don't know what that is <laughs> what did i say that i didn't know what it was brawlhalla <laughs> brawlhalla so brawlhalla it's like very very incredible simple super smash bros yep it's real easy to play and you're just beating people up or you're beating other people up incredibly you can team beat people up team beat people up well what i found neat is i can log into my pc my kids can log into their xbox my friend in buffalo can log in on his playstation i can log in on my xbox and we can all play together and thanks to discord you can talk at the same time so now we can beat each other up beat other people up together and have a ball and it is so much fun so go ahead and tell me about your experience with brawlhalla well mine is falling off and dying yep <laughs> it's the best 
Oh my god, your recovery is so horrible. <laughs> if oh. anybody doesn't know how these kinds of games works, it's it's a it's a floating platform. Yep. And the main goal that people generally have is to do enough damage to your opponent to where they fly off the platform and they aren't able to get back to it and they fall to their death. Yeah. Or you do so much damage that you just send them flying off the screen and there's no hope of recovery and they just automatically yeah. die. Yep. Yeah. I'm good at that. I'm good at beating people up with my axe. It's great. But on the way of doing that much damage, eventually you're going to find yourself hitting your opponent or your opponent hitting you off the edge where there is a chance of recovering. For no, recovery, isn't. for recovery you have two jumps <laughs> plus you can use your special attack to yep. kind of boost yourself up That again. is the theory. That is the theory. That is the theory. Now me I do that pretty well. So do my kids. Because yeah, because I know that when I am at the peak of my jump is when I should do my <laughs> other jump, and when I am at the peak of that jump is when I should do my special move. Uh huh. I can also hold my special move and wait, 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 then shoot it off. Yeah. That way, just in case anyone's trying to pursue against me, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I've seen you do it. I've seen the kids do it. I've seen my friend do it. I've seen. But know, how seen... do you do it? Yeah. Ah, uh, how do you do it? How this do is I how do you because you're on PC. Yes. This is how you do it. I hit. Let's say this is your jump arrow, button, right? Arrow. Let's say this is your jump button, uh -huh. right? You're getting flown off, and you go. <laughs> I've gotten better. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. When you machine gun, when you machine gun your buttons like that, I panic. You you break yourself from your peak of your jump. You don't get as far, I've and you will just you just go. I like to point out last time we played, I got because you stood in the middle of the platform. <laughs> but I got almost as many kills as you did. Uh huh. You know why? Because I sat there and just weakened him down, poking, 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 poking <laughs> with a lance, and then you just sat there and did your down power attack that your character doesn't move when they're doing their down power attack, and the opponent gets close enough because they're trying to attack, and you go, no, go away, boo! <laughs> and it flies off the edge, and you just sit there in the middle of the arena the entire time while I'm sitting there doing all the freaking work. Well, to be fair, the last time, the kids did too. Yes. <laughs> That is exactly. So your 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 son played uh, cross. Yes. Cross who does guns. Gaunt gauntlets and guns and one of the like the gun special move is like he just stands in place and he just kind of shoots his guns outward and he just literally did that the entire game. He stood in the middle of the platform, <laughs> did that move, did not move, and just. <laughs> Uh, we were, everyone else was just doing all the work, and anytime somebody was dumb enough to get into the middle of the platform, they just went, boom! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up with 21 kills. Yeah, he did. The highest amount. <laughs> and that's all he did, was sit there and it just... Was but I will point out that my son can actually play the game right, and still beat my butt. Yeah. Oh yeah, he can actually. He, he's actually really good. Yeah. He just found a broken way to do it. Yep. But oh, we're back to min maxing, and we're he found to, a broken way broke. to do it. Well, it's not necessarily. You can't really min max that game. No, it's just, but he found a broken. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, mom, I don't have to move. I yeah. can just sit here and read my book while I'm doing this." I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. Meanwhile, you got me chasing people off the cliff. Yep. <laughs> and dive bombing on top of them. No, get off my fucking island. <laughs> 
And then I, I, I end up dying in the process because I'm shooting myself off the I, fucking I just point. have to recommend Brawlhalla just because it's, it's, it's very rare that you can find a game that your kids will play with your parents and with their parents' friends and not go, oh my god, no. It's mindless fun. And they, they have a ball. All you hear is giggling and laughter coming from where their Xboxes are. And, it's, and I'm sure my um, S- saying bad words at my screen as i fall down to my death or amusing yeah it's it's fun <laughs> it's fun discord picks up all that doesn't it yes it does i need to mute myself <laughs> <laughs> slams the mute button fuck 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 fuck, fuck. <laughs> i don't bother with that gamers gamers don't bother with trying to mute no. their, their frustration they just go fuck i made the mistake once of trying to do where you hit the button to talk and real, forgetting that I need my fingers to actually play the game. So I spent an entire game not talking to people and not understanding why they couldn't hear me because I was a moron. <clears throat> so then I moved it so it was closer to where I needed to be. My finger would slip so I would be talking and then I would actually be doing attacks I shouldn't be doing because I was, yeah, I've been terrible. <laughs> oh my god. So glad you're not like a concert pianist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> that would be a disaster and a half. I think we... Cause I'm, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at something right here and um, uh, what I just I just came up with the question here and I'm, I'm sorry I kind of broke away. That's okay. Uh, uh, is LARP immersion hard? And I think we actually just covered that recently. Yeah. Is being immersive in LARP hard? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. It, I mean, well, it depends. It depends on the rule system. Well, it depends on the rule system, and it depends on the people around you. Because if you're in your character and you're you know wearing your garb and you're like I am this broody dark mage someone comes over and goes did you try the new ice cream over at the ice cream stand Mm -hmm. it's done it's done you're done there yeah so larp immersion or immersing yourself in any sort of role play setting uh if it is more so a live setting uh say in a DD group or say at a larp it heavily relies on two things um, and these two things, the only reason I'm, I'm separating these two things from your own personal, you know, immersing yourself. Yep. Uh, these two things are the rules of the game. Yeah. And other people. Yep. Other people, though I mean, humans in general, are so chaotic in their nature. It is incredibly difficult to rely on other people to help you stay immersed in the game yes because i because i can tell you the larp that i've recently been helping because it's a brand new larp starting out is totally immersive and you don't and the rules actually help you with that yeah because it's very customizable and it's really a good larp called Oterra. but the problem you can have is you know if you get into the middle of i'm in this cool you know module or i'm doing this you know going after these bad guys and there's a pause in the game and somebody goes hey did you did you see the latest avenger movie what are you gonna do yeah it's it all comes down to people, and that's not the game's fault yeah it all comes down to really just people breaking character breaking character to talk about whatever when there's a little bit of downtime the hard, the hard part is keeping people role-playing through the five minutes it takes for them to set up the next thing yeah. and it's literally five minutes it's not that long people but it's it's hard to get people to role play when they're say collecting a uh, a um a resource node. Yes. Where you got to spend two minutes role playing to collect the resource node, where people just sit there and they'll just talk about whatever, and then you know that's it's people have small attention span. 
Uh, that's what I'm noticing. It's a small attention span thing, so... Um, I'm surprised people can take the whole hour and listen to us. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, LARP immersion is so difficult because... And I know I'm guilty of it because there will be times where, you know, it's just... It's cold. I'm sitting around the fire. There's nothing going on for a minute because the module's going on off over there and I'm mm. not there. And I'll look over and go, wow, it's cold this week. Last week was so much warmer. Not thinking, that's the breaking immersion right there. Well, I mean, not really. Cause no, because no, the next thing you're going to go, yeah, I know. When I went to work, it was. Yeah, yeah. It leads into. I mean, you can you can make that an in-game conversation. Yeah. But I, I, I get it. I know what you're talking about. Um, but and, and I don't mean to. No. But it happens. That's why I don't talk to people. Or you'll just, or it can be something as simple as, oh my God, I love your outfit. And where did, and someone will go, yeah, where did you buy that? My favorite, my favorite phrase to use is just fuck off. Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> fuck off. Speaking of outfits though, you do know you're insane, right? Yes. You do know it's like 30 degrees outside, right? Yes. I am aware that I live in the state of New York. Why are you in a kilt? I like kilts. Okay, I know. I'm a girl, right? Yes. Ish. Ish? Ish. Okay. And I will wear a skirt on occasion. Yes. And or a dress. Or a dress. But in the winter, I wear thick, very thick, yes. fleece-lined yes. tights okay. under said skirt. Yes. I see your hairy leg. Yep. You're, I got hairy legs. You're insane. Yeah. So I got a kilt and hairy legs. How are you not freezing to death? Uh, simple. Uh-huh. Hairy legs. So you mean if I stop shaving? Yes. I will be warm. Yes. Okay, no shave December. It's no shave November. No, it's that, this is for legs. I'm making a new holiday. Making a new new uh, holiday. And not a new holiday. Ho new. <laughs> new, I don't know what you call it. Holy crap. <laughs> is that ball bouncing or what? You're dropping the hell out of it. <laughs> so no shave, shave December, December. Specifically for females for their legs. legs. Don't shave your legs. And then we can find out if it's true that if we had hairy legs, we'll be warmer in our skirts and don't have to worry about stockings. Uh, you probably are aware of the fact that you're cold because you have poor blood circulation, right? Well, yeah, I know I do. So, yeah, go I, ahead. I've and got thin blood and poor circulation, so that probably won't work for me, will it? Go ahead and let your leg hairs grow out. <laughs> I mean, you do realize that I've got a full beard going. Yeah. Okay? I got my hairy-ass arms, hairy-ass legs. Hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I wear... I wear a lot of layers on my torso. Well, that's important. My core. When my core is warm, my body is warm. And, and so I've heard that if you cover your hat, cover your feet, cover your core, you're fine. But I'm still thinking you need something more than nothing on your legs. No, I like my <laughs> kilt. I have prepared everything else to be nice and warm that I may wear my kilt because I like my kilt. Just looking at you makes me cold. Well, good. I'm wearing You deserve it. I'm wearing the thickest fleece I can You get what you I fucking deserve. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to stay in my thick fleece, my thick sweaters and my gloves. Okay, you, my, <laughs> I shouldn't probably do wear what, the gloves. You inside, do what though. you've got to do. I like my kilt. All right. I'm it's just saying you're insane. Free ing. I don't want to know. Okay, you may be my best friend, but there's some things we should never discuss. You sure? Yeah. Pretty certain. Uh-huh. Do you want to discuss alcohol? Is it that time already? I don't know.
We could discuss alcohol. You sure? It's right there. Well, yeah. It's been staring at me. I know, because this one here I'm dying to try, but we have to have a promise to our sponsor. Yeah, we have a sponsor this week. We actually have a sponsor. Well, we're, we're going we're gonna to do the uh, the sponsor's taste test uh, afterward. Uh, we're going to do the, the one that we got here, um, Death by Coconut. Oh, I can't we're wait gonna, to do this one. Yeah, we're going to be doing this one here. So I am um, sold just by around the top of the room where it says coconut, chocolate, coconut. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, normally we've been uh, cracking open bottles uh, of something. Of bottles mead. of mead, bottles yeah. of this, bottles of that. Uh, we actually have uh, cans in front of us. This is a uh, 12 ounce can. And this is a 12-ounce can of Death by Coconut. Uh, we were at... Um, they even have their website on here. <clears throat> yeah. We, we for the picking up the uh, the drink test, went out to Anticosti yep. uh, in Rome, New York. Yep. Anticosti, whom we love. And, and when they when people. they see us there, they're immediately like, "Oh, you're looking for something for the podcast?" And they let us browse. They 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 let us browse. They they help us figure out. And they they actually do state specifically that it's really hard to help somebody find a drink of choice because tastes vary so yep. strangely. They have a difficult because they got people coming in going, "What do you think I'll like?" And, and they there's go, no way to know. They're like, "I don't fucking know." But, but, but the nice thing with them is is that they literally know that we're looking for unusual things. That, we're looking for just different stuff. I mean, how often can you find an Irish-style porter that has chocolate and coconut in okay, it? Okay, so yes. Yeah, so this is brewed and canned by Oscar Blues Brewery from Colorado, uh, the United States of America. There's an alcohol by volume of 6.5%, so it's it's pretty mm-hmm. standard for, for, for a beer. A Death by Coconut Irish-style porter. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any like uh, fancy descriptive writing on it or whatnot. Um, I like how it says pass dash hit on the top. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, pass dash hit. I don't understand that. What, I what? don't either. Um, but so and it's got nice mountains and a, like a sunrise it's, behind it. It's got a nice like decor on the can. It's it's eye catching. It's like brown. But yeah, it's the, a brown the, can. Like but the death by coconut is yeah. big white letters. Give it a smell. It smells. I smell the beer. It smells like like a Guinness. Yeah, it smells like a Guinness, but I don't smell the coconut or the chocolate. Neither do I. So mm. you're probably gonna have to taste the uh, the chocolate or the coconut. Let's give this a taste. Ooh. Well, that's a surprise. Ooh. What's up? Well, that's not what I expected at all. What are you expecting? Well, it smelled like a Guinness, so I expected it to taste like a Guinness. Yeah. Even though it says clearly across it, coconut, chocolate, chocolate. Coconut. coconut. Yeah. <laughs> So you're expecting a Guinness. Yes. But what does it taste like? It tastes like coconut, coconut chocolate, chocolate coconut. coconut. It's good. It is. It is good stuff. If you are a fan of like Mounds Bars or uh, Almond Joy, like oh, this yeah. is your drink. But you got to be a fan of Guinness. If you're the type of person that says, oh, I don't like this Guinness, is a, you will not like it. This is a dark beer. This is a like a thick beer. I described like Guinness as a meal in a cup. Yes. I, I would like to definitely describe this as also a no. meal in a cup. No, no, no. This is a meal with your dessert in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a very good tasting alcohol, in my opinion. What, what I find interesting is usually when you drink a Guinness, you get the hop or whatever you want to call yeah. it, the taste afterwards. Yeah. This leaves you with a coconut. Yeah, this gives you coconut. <laughs> I love coconut so much. So obviously your your tastes are going to vary here. If you don't like coconut, you're not going to like this. If you don't like chocolate, I don't I don't care don't, much about chocolate. If you chocolate. don't like a, a dark beer, you're not going to like it. Yeah, if you don't like a dark beer, but this, oh my god. 
so good. I, I definitely suggest. How many of these came in a packet? I think it was uh, six. It's either a six pack or a four pack. Oh, I think it's a four pack, which means the other two are mine. <laughs> <laughs> They're in your fridge, so. <laughs> All right, but while that was great. I got to clean I, my palate because we're going to do two today. Yeah, we actually have a Anticosti. second one. Anticosti. So Anticosti uh, actually handed this one to us. So, so I actually, I bought Death by Coconut um, and it was X amount of money. I can't yep. remember how much it cost. I didn't really care. And much then they came over and said, really, we've got something that we really think should sell, but it doesn't. So could you do a taste test and see what you think? So here's what's going on with this can that I'm looking at here. Uh, first off, it's got, it's got a name. It's got a cellar door. So this is a dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale with sage from Stillwater Artisanal. But I think the problem is, is that's very tiny letters. The whole can itself has no big label, it's no big nothing. Very... All it has is teal polka dots on a navy blue background. Yeah, it's it's so we got little teeny tiny letters in a font that is just difficult to look at. Um so I can definitely see why people aren't looking city, at this and yeah. pulling it off the shelf because there's is, nothing there's nothing catching your eye. It's 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 this looks like purple to me. Is this a navy blue? I think it's navy. Uh, the light's not on though. It's hard to tell. I... It looks like purple to me, and then you've got teal polka dots. Yeah. That is it. That is all you are looking at when you are looking at this can. There's nothing eye catching about this. I think it that's looks why it's it not looks like a, like some sort of hipster design. Of course, this. we don't we haven't tried it yet, but a lot of it they has were to, trying to be abstract or a whatever. A lot of it has to do because I sit minimalist. death by coconut next to it. Yeah, death by coconut sitting next to it looks like oh my god, I want to grab this off the shelf. This looks great. It's got death by coconut, big bold letters on a silver and brown on background. a silver and brown background. You got the mountains there. You got a this, lot of cool stuff. This here just reminds me. It and this me of something I used to see in the '80s, which was a soft drink that just sat there and it's that just, you yeah, can't buy this, anymore. This doesn't look like it's like when you look at a can of Coke. First off, you're looking at red. Yeah. Red makes people hungry and thirsty. Mm-hmm. But you're also looking at that familiar, uh, you know, style yeah. of Coke can. And there's actually literally limited edition cans and and bottles that have specific looks that are eye-catching, eye-appealing. People want to drink this product because it looks good. A, a, a chef friend of mine once said that you can plate dog shit to make it look incredibly yes, good and people will eat plating it. plating is everything. And this here has no label. This here has nothing. It's, it's got nothing, well, which I suppose is why if you it's like polka dots. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, it, but that doesn't mean that it tastes bad. No. And we don't know that. Let's take a whiff. So we're going to take a whiff of this. That almost smells citrusy. This smells citrusy, which means that... It, it, this is telling me when I smell citrusy, I smell very hoppy. What, so what's this, weird is it, I also smell grass. Yeah, this is an India pale ale. Not, not, it, well, grass? Like you're, lawn you're, mowing grass. You're talking uh, dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale with sage. That's what it is. Okay. Sage. So this is going to be an IPA. 100%. Okay. I do not like IPAs. Well, if I don't like IPAs, I'm assuming you don't like IPAs. Um, I don't have an opinion one way or the so other on IPA. IPA, IPAs, nobody so, knows what an IPA is. It's an India pale. I hear a lot of people like IPAs out there. I hear a that's, lot of good things. That's that's the whole hipster crowd. But that doesn't mean it's bad. But, so, we're going to give this a taste. Uh, the smell... The smell is, it, this definitely smells like an IPA. It smells like a, like a Sam Adams. I'm not a fan of Sam Adams. I'm going to taste this. I'm actually, I'm a, I got a shot glass over here. So I'm going to shoot it back. 
And you're just going to shoot it? Yep. How do you actually get the flavor at that point? Lots of flavor in it. I actually don't mind this. I actually got the can right here. Let me... Alright, so... This is different. This is not the reaction that I have to an IPA. When I drink an IPA, I go... No, I, I actually I would drink this. this. I actually would drink this. This is actually good. Yeah. This is actually good. I'm not going to go out of my way to take it off the shelf and buy. I'd rather I'd rather drink like a Miller Lite. Well, that that's just personal preference. That's personal preference, but this is not a bad tasting beverage. No. This is good. To be honest, I normally don't like clear beer at all. This is it. This is well, it's it's got a very um not necessarily a honey flavor uh look to it. It's got a uh, more of a yellowish uh, look to I'm it. I'm not going to say what it reminds me of color-wise cuz that would be wrong. What urine? Yes. <laughs> Most beers look like pee. But Normally, I don't drink them because I don't like them. Yeah. I don't know if it's the sage in it or what, but I like this. It actually... Excuse me. It actually is something that it's... It, it reminds me... What does it remind me of? What does it remind you of? It's going to sound weird, but it reminds me of a soda I had once. What soda? I'm trying to remember. It was yellow. Yeah. So you're you're looking at like a citrusy sort of soda, but this like isn't a... citrusy. That's what's weird because it, it's a long time ago. It does, it's not made anymore, so I can't yeah. remember it. But this here, I would actually give to people that don't like beer, which is going to sound weird because I think they would be pleasantly surprised. And I think it's just because the sage in it. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to look. Um, Trying to look at uh, information that I can find on this. So, cellar, cellar door, dry hopped farmhouse wheat ale with sage. So, 6.6 .6 alcohol by volume. So, pretty standard uh, for a 12, 12 fluid ounces. This is what this can is. Um, uh, let's see here. This is brewed and canned by Stillwater Artisanal uh, from Stratford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, well, okay. basically... I think the only reason we can safely tell Anacasi, the only reason why it's not selling is just because there's not a fancy label. It's not catching people's eyes. So, yes. Because the flavor, I would recommend buying it if you like something that's a little bit different. Yeah, this is actually a good beverage. Yeah. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. If you slapped a better label on this, this would sell. Yeah. This actually has potential to be a, um, like a standard circulation beverage. Yeah. Because it's actually good. It just does not look it. It I, doesn't I, I would actually it. offer this to people who like um, mead, believe it or not. Wow, well, I because, don't know. Hang on a second. Because it doesn't taste like standard beer. It's got the naturalness to it that gives it a more, you know, earthy yeah. flavor. Yeah, this this isn't a beer where, um, like if I, if I get a... Uh, I get a Miller Lite on tap, I know what I'm drinking. Yeah. If I get a Bud on tap, I know what I'm drinking. You know, it's yeah. That's your standard. And to me, all of those beers taste the same. I don't like any of them. Bud Light, Miller Lite, they all taste the same to me. But this, I like. This. If this was on tap, and my other choices were your standard, uh, Bush. Yeah. Uh, when we walk into a lot of the bars, and I go, I can't drink anything here. If that was, if this was on <laughs> tap, I would get it. Yeah. Me too. I would get it. So, 
Alright, uh, let's let me just read the uh, the name of this these again. This is Cellar Door. So this is from Stillwater Artisanal. This is Cellar Door. So, I, so if you guys see I a approve. teal polka dot can, teal polka pick dot. It up. It's it's purple with teal polka dots. That's and, the only thing that it's got. But it's and if you see death by coconut, pick that up too. Death by coconut, pick it up. We've had two 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 drinks, good ones. And I I I, I got to be honest with you when 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 uh, when he handed I was this, a little this can to us, I'm I'm looking at it and it's from since then till now. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Yeah, because because when when someone says, hey, I can't sell this, find out why. You immediately think, oh my god, it's got to be a taste. Yeah. But in this case, it's label. It's it's just the label. It's hands down label. It's just the label. That is... This if is they a, would keep the polka dots and just add a, literally a cellar door. Yeah. This is a prime example of don't judge a book by its label. Yeah. It's literally all that it comes down to. Don't judge a book by its label. And, and if cellar door people are listening, put your cellar door on there. Make it more interesting. Yeah, put something. Put something Put a on picture there. of a of a door put with on. cellar door across Fuck, dude, it. Fuck, put, dude, put a picture of a kitten. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's Make true. it appealing. <laughs> Make it appealing. You have such great potential with this beverage. It just doesn't look like it. But that, I think, is, is our time for the day. Is it already that yeah. time? Are you kidding? That is our time for the day. Oh, wow. All right, then. So thank you guys for listening. Until the next episode. And, and thank you, Realm of the Mist, for having us. Yes. Uh, be sure to check out Realm of the Mist. And there are other we've shows. Got, we've got a lot of other shows on Realm of the Mist that um, I think uh, we got we got a Mandalorian review. We've got um, a lot of interviews coming from Breaking the Fourth Wall. Yep. So just uh, check it out. Check these guys out. We uh, There's more than just us out there. There's more than us. We're great. Don't get me wrong. We're awesome, <laughs> but uh, we we work with a lot of great people, and uh, we we highly we highly suggest uh, listening listening to all these great people that we have on uh, Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for listening to the Shock Door. Everyone have a great day. <laughs>